Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled, Five Considerations Before Doing God a Service. It will be focused on the study of Numbers chapter 8. Before going any further, we'll begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your mighty love. We thank you for the lesson that we see in the scripture, Lord, of how we are washed by the waters of the word. And we also pray, Father, seeing how you separated the Levites to yourself. May you separate us from the cares of this world to become kings and priests unto you. Fill us with your Holy Spirit to accomplish this and help us to spread the good news of the gospel. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Numbers chapter 8. Chapter 8 And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Aaron, and say unto him, When thou lightest the lamps, the seven lamps shall give light over against the candlestick. And Aaron did so. He lighted the lamps thereof over against the candlestick, as the Lord commanded Moses. And this work of the candlestick was of beaten gold. Under the shaft thereof, under the flowers thereof, was beaten work. According unto the pattern which the Lord had showed Moses, so he made the candlestick. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take the Levites from among the children of Israel, and cleanse them. And thus shalt thou do unto them, to cleanse them. Sprinkle water of purifying upon them, and let them shave all their flesh. And let them wash their clothes, and so make themselves clean. Then let them take a young bullock with his meat offering, even fine flour mingled with oil. And another young bullock shalt thou take for a sin offering. And thou shalt bring the Levites before the tabernacle of the congregation. And thou shalt gather the whole assembly of the children of Israel together. And thou shalt bring the Levites before the Lord. And the children of Israel shall put their hands upon the Levites. And Aaron shall offer the Levites before the Lord for an offering of the children of Israel, that they may execute the service of the Lord. And the Levites shall lay their hands upon the heads of the bullocks, and thou shalt offer the one for a sin offering, and the other for a burnt offering unto the Lord, to make an atonement for the Levites. And thou shalt set the Levites before Aaron, and before his sons, and offer them for an offering unto the Lord. Thus shalt thou separate the Levites from among the children of Israel, and the Levites shall be mine. And after that shall the Levites go in to do the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. And thou shalt cleanse them, and offer them for an offering. For they are wholly given unto me from among the children of Israel, instead of such as open every womb. Even instead of the firstborn of all the children of Israel have I taken them unto me. For all the firstborn of the children of Israel are mine, both man and beast. On the day that I smote every firstborn in the land of Egypt, I sanctified them for myself. And I have taken the Levites for all the firstborn of the children of Israel. And I have given the Levites as a gift to Aaron and to his sons from among the children of Israel, to do the service of the children of Israel in the tabernacle of the congregation, and to make an atonement for the children of Israel, that there be no plague among the children of Israel when the children of Israel come nigh unto the sanctuary. 
And Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel did to the Levites according unto all that the Lord commanded Moses concerning the Levites. So did the children of Israel unto them. And the Levites were purified, and they washed their clothes, and Aaron offered them as an offering before the Lord. And Aaron made an atonement for them to cleanse them, and after that went the Levites in to do their service in the tabernacle of the congregation before Aaron and before his sons. As the Lord had commanded Moses concerning the Levites, so did they unto them. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, This is it that belongeth unto the Levites. From twenty and five years old and upward, they shall go in to wait upon the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. And from the age of fifty years, they shall cease waiting upon the service thereof, and shall serve no more. But shall minister with their brethren in the tabernacle of the congregation, to keep the charge, and shall do no service. Thus shalt thou do unto the Levites, touching their charge. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled, Trying to do God a service without it being his will. We'll focus on paragraph 230 up to paragraph 252. I trust you find it to be a blessing. Notice these priests all out of line. Notice the anointing. All right, nothing wrong with anointing. Same with you, Pentecostal. But watch what channel you're moving in now. The day has changed since Pentecost. Something else is going. If there had been no prophet in the land, perhaps David would have been right. But there stood Nathan, vindicated, ordained, witnessed by God to be a prophet. Watch. The ark in the Bible always is a type of the word to us because it was the word of God in the ark. And but notice the ark that they brought up. Look how they did it. It was not put in its original God-ordained position. Now God said back here in the laws that it must how it must be done, how this ark must be moved and who it must be moved by. But David, under his anointing, my brother, don't you miss this and my sisters, you who want to be women preachers and so forth, don't you miss this. No matter how much your anointing is, you've got to get in God's provided position. David's anointing was all right. But in doing it, he got in and stepped over the boundary line. What did he do? He stepped over the boundary line. Instead of putting the ark in its original position, he carried it on a new cart and not over the hearts of the Levites. It was supposed to be carried on the shoulder of the Levites, which is over the heart. The word is not in the mind, it's in the heart. Not on a new cart. What was that? Some represented something new. David did there, spoke of every denomination that ever be. God's word is not to be but cared by state presidents or bishops and so forth of denominations. It's the baptism of the Holy Ghost in the heart of man and not in some ecclesiastical move. The Holy Spirit is a treasure of God's love in the heart of men and women to obey. See? On the shoulders of his ministers. His ministers was the Levites. Put it up over their left shoulder. 
packed that ark like that because it was up over their heart. They had the burden of the word on their heart. Amen. Now you got the burden of your denomination on your heart. The burden of your congregation, where you go to build this or do that or do something else. The burden of how many more you go to give to your denomination. Instead of the burden of the word of the Lord, that that people will see only the word of God and nothing else. But you got on a new cart now, see. They're packing up your ecumenical council even. Shoulders. I don't want to get critical. May God help me. I just tell you the truth. Now, influenced by creeds and ecumenical councils, the word, the real word of the season of that age was ignored because they had a lot of emotions. But David, the anointed king, he was king, but he was anointed king. You say, I'm a minister anointed, then stay a minister. Don't try to be a prophet. If you're evangelist, stay evangelist. Remember, Uzziah, in the days of Isaiah, the young king, the young prophet, Uzziah was a great man, anointed man. God bless him. Bless his family. I'll preach on that to you here one time. And one day he got so highly up that he thought he could just take the office of a priest. And he took the fire and went in before the Lord and the and priest told him, Don't do that, you Zion. But he got exalted. The prophet couldn't tell him nothing. The priest knows their order. It's keeping their order. He said, That's not your order, you Zion. Don't do that. Well, he made him shut up. And he went with the with the fire in the offer, take a priest's job. He was anointed king, not a priest. And those priests were trying to tell him, you're a wonderful king. You're anointed. God has blessed his body, but you're a king, not a priest. You pastors should never tell a prophet what to do. Hallelujah. Or you evangelists tell a pastor. Each one has his office if it is perfectly identified. So he went in with the farmer, stricken down with leprosy and died. Now here's David King. David's trying to do the same thing here. He's taking it up on himself. Well, that's fine. Got to go look around the people. What do you say, Captain? You have 10,000. Glory to God, David. I feel the Spirit. Oh, it is. He did feel it. What do you think, David? You feel it? Glory to God, it's all over me. Let's check it and see if it's right. Let's see. Where's the ark belong? With us. Belongs among us. Who should we consult? Sure, the ark. It's the same thing as that ground belonged to the Israel instead of the Philistines. Right. They belong to it. And as I feel the anointing too, the captains of hundreds, all the congregation, glory to God, they clapped and they shouted and they danced and jumped up and down. They had the spirit. What do you think Father was thinking? How about sent Nathan, that prophet down there? They know what to do and so does David. But now he's just all enthused and stepped out over his boundary line. He went to do this. All right. Notice. Carried on the shoulders was God's original plan. There is five musts. I want you to put these down. I see you're right. And it's 
20-something minutes after 10, so I'll try these two by 11 if possible. I'll hurry as quick as I can. No matter how sincere a man may be in doing God a service, no matter how sincere, how much anointed, how much of a Presbyterian, Baptist, Pentecostal, no matter whether you are a bishop, deacon, whatever you are, pastor, evangelist, prophet, whatever it might be, there's five musts that must be considered first. No matter how much anointing, how good it seems, how the people shouting, everything the spirits are doing, there is a must. Now, my brother in law, you're getting your paper ready. Can you understand now why? Now, remember, you've all thought and it's been taught among you, not, see, I'm speaking across the nation. That I did not believe in speaking in tongues. I do believe in speaking in tongues. But you can still speak in tongues and not have the Holy Ghost. First Corinthians 13 says, Though I speak with tongue of man and angel, I ain't nothing yet. That's the anointing of the Holy Ghost. That has nothing to do with the soul inside you. You can speak in tongues and deny the word. I see the John used to it too. A woman can preach the gospel and speak. They can do all the cut their hair and still shout and speak in tongues and everything else. Exactly right. You got to line up with the truth of the word. No, no matter how sincere a man may be, no matter how great he's used of God, no matter what he is, he must be this. Must be the thing that he's speaking of must be timely by the Bible. Somebody said, well, Moses back there. I know what Moses did. But that's not what God's doing today. Well, back there 30 years ago, Luther said, that might be fine, but that's not what he's doing today. Well, 40 years ago, Pentecost fell, but that's not what he's doing today. It must be timely. It must be according to the Scripture. It must be in season, secondly. Thirdly, and it must be according to the way that God's Word spoke it would be. I said, Glory to God, the Holy Ghost fell on me, hallelujah, just like it did on the day of Pentecost. But that might be different today. It fell on David too, didn't it? Sure it did. It fell on Uzziah. But it was wrong. See, you got to go deeper than that. you got to go deeper than that. I don't feel hurt, just, just be reverent. And notice, and it also must come to the man of God's choosing. Not a denominational choosing, not a people choosing, but according to God's choosing. And if it's a message from God, of a great revelation from God, it must come to his prophet. Now, if you want the scripture of that, it's Amos 3, 7. Now, it must. There's five things it must be. It must be in season. It must be at the time God said it would be. It must be written in the Word of God. It must be in the season of God's time. And it must be by God's choosing. As we get towards the end of the episode, we end with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this lesson where we see how the Levites were separated unto yourself. Father, may you make us the Levites of today, where through the Holy Spirit we become new creatures in Christ and don't live our lives for our own fleshly lusts, but live our lives for you. 
In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. Oh, please, eh?